Hey, Heather. Hi there. I can't see you yet. Coming there, up. there we go. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. I got I'm... sun all of a sudden glaring. <laughs> well, I, know. I know. We're never happy in Portland. <laughs> okay, let me, I have to shut that. Hold okay. on. The lighting is good and then the sun comes out. <laughs> right? I know. I love the room you're in. Do you play? I do. Oh, that's a great room. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We, okay. we live in a tiny house. <laughs> you do? Yeah. Oh. 800 square foot. My husband built it. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. So we downsized everything except for the guitars and the cowboy boots. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and that's it. Now there are art pieces all over the house. Oh, I love it. That's great. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to try to fix up a song here. Okay. One second. How's your morning? Great. It's always extra wonderful when the sun is out and you can get some vitamin D. Yeah. All right. I think I want to play this song. I love this song. I always have to start with some music. I know. I love it. For me? I don't. No. You feel good? Yeah, I'm good. I've been watching some of your other interviews to kind of give me an idea of the flow. So okay. I think we're good. Yeah. Good. Awesome. So I'm still a little bit hot. But do I look okay? Yeah, I can see you. Oh. <laughs> Don't come out, son. <laughs> All right. All right. Don't say, don't you 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 Poet Reese here, another fabulous episode of Heart and Hustle. Visionary healers, movers, and shakers. Thank you for joining us. So happy to be your tribal hostess and bring you amazing people who are doing magical, beautiful, change-making things in the world, right? So uh, we're listening to Bishop Briggs right now. It's called River. It's just a very evocative song. I'll fade that out so I can introduce to you this beautiful woman sitting next to me, kind of, kind of. I think you're over that way. <laughs> this is Heather Stewart, and she is, well, she can tell you a little bit more about what she does. Yeah. Uh, she's a coach and a life changer and a miracle maker and <laughs> woo. So tell us, tell us, Heather, what's going on? Yeah, well, hopefully I can live up to that introduction. Hi, everyone. It's nice to meet you. Um, yeah, I work for a fantastic small women-owned business here. There's just three of us. And we, um, in, Portland. in Portland, yep, yep, we're right in Portland. And we have the privilege of working um, with people to really help them find their passion and their purpose. We kind of uh, work at the intersection, we say, of business and psychology. And so we take really all the psychology research and we help transform that into sometimes into business frameworks, but it's really with, with people in mind. And so the way that comes out in our coaching is um, oftentimes we're, we're coaching people to really help them again, find their passion and their purpose. 
And then, so we take the big mess that's usually going around in all of our brains, and we really help people people kind of set up simple baby steps, keep moving forward baby steps, and, and to work, how can we work around your obstacles? Let's name those things. And so then what are some actions we can help you take? And and so then we're kind of there as accountability partners for that. And it's really, it's magical. I feel absolutely blessed to be able to do this work. And, and especially this year, we're really going to start focusing on um, some more women's groups and different types of women's groups, online forums and one-day groups and year-long groups to really, um, really help us as a community. We've, we've, we've done some in, and have a few going on now. And what we found is it's just incredibly... Um, transformative when women can get together with the goal of helping to support each other. It is oh, true. It, it makes me teary every time I think about it. It's really just so fantastic. And so we want to do more of that. We want to offer more of that this year. Well, and don't you think we, we as a species, I mean, we crave that connection. We crave community. Yeah. And for women to come together with women, yeah, not to, not to push men off to the side, but but we, we crave that connection and we need that, that support and that love and... We do and often um, we don't ask for it. We get really busy helping other people. Right. And we, uh, we don't ask for it. And so we found that by creating a safe space uh, for groups to come together, we are giving women permission to ask each other for support. And it's sometimes just doing that can be really healing and freeing. Absolutely. And I'm sure you found the same thing. Always, always, yeah. yeah. And, you know, and I love to, well, if, if most of you know me, I incorporate a lot of movement. So it's movement, momentum, and magic, but it's coming together to create that kind of supportive atmosphere. And then we put it in our bodies and we move it and we feel it. And I mean, there's nothing like that connection. Yeah. We have that, that soul connection, that heart connection. And it doesn't matter, you know, at some point it's, it's if we're like-minded people, doesn't matter where we're from, how old we are, how young we are, what we do. It's like, this is what we're doing. And we, we want to connect this way. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's interesting. And, and again, I'm sure you, you see this as we, we, we think that everyone else has their, I don't know if I can swear on this. So I'll just say, Oh, shit. please swear. <laughs> <laughs> is, please swear. We, oh. we think everyone else has their shit together and that their life is so great. And this again, kind of, um, we try to help give people permission that it's okay. We're messy. I'm messy. You're messy. I'm going to let you see me sweat, you know? And I think it's so helpful because it's, um, it just, it brings you closer when you feel like you can share kind of some of those intimate things. Well, and that's part of the beauty. Yeah. I mean, I think that's beautiful to see, to see each other go through those sweaty moments, those (laughs) transformation, uh, uh, opportunities. Yep. You love to call them opportunities, right? Yeah, absolutely. And we, we like to look at them as opportunities is if there's an obstacle, there's an opportunity, right? And so you're headed down this path and then bam, something happens. Okay. Take this as an opportunity to look around and see what other possibilities you haven't looked for before because you were so focused on this one path. Um, what are the, what are the blessings? What's the magic that could happen? because this obstacle came up in front of me. And you know, and, and I see also, and I'm, as you do, that when, and we're talking predominantly women here, but when women come to that place and they're like, I don't know what I'm doing, I don't know what to do next, I'm just gonna not pay attention. 
It's like, no, this is, this is time for you to pay attention. Yeah. The universe is knocking. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, don't push it aside. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Afraid of what's bubbling inside you. Don't be afraid to make change. Yeah. Yeah. And, and don't limit yourself um, by believing that you can't don't be afraid to succeed, which is something new. We've kind of been working with here, even within our own group is, you know, really always looking at what's holding us back. Why are we stuck? What are our obstacles? And sometimes our obstacles in general are ourselves. And we find that, with, you know, with most of the people we work with is when we talk about obstacles, it's not just the external world, but how are you limiting yourself? You know, and how can you, what would it look like if it was, if it was your dream, if it was your dream world, what would, what are the smells and who are the people and what do they sound like? And what are you, Oh, and I love to get into those details. Yeah, yeah, it's it's um, it's fascinating when you can really get people thinking of the possibility and the opportunity. Absolutely, what else is possible? Yes, yes, yes. it's a great possibilitarian. (laughs) I love that. Isn't that awesome? That's a great word. I love that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So, okay, so how did you? Get, how did you find your calling? How did you get into this, this role? That's a great question. And I love that question because I feel really lucky that I'm here. Um, you know, I worked um, in different corporate jobs, managing teams and building teams, which is what I, I did like to do. Um, but the women who own this company had come in to do some leadership, some basic leadership coaching. And the first meeting that I sat in with them, I my life changed. I didn't even realize it was a thing. And that like, oh my gosh, this is what I do in my life. Like I'm a born cheerleader. I love to get people going and organize them and help them to figure things out and make lives better. And, and so born cheerleader. I love that. Oh my gosh, like I could do this. And so I really actually spent the next, I don't know how many years doing that internally within the companies that I was in. Um, and then I had the opportunity, if the opportunity arose that they wanted to bring on, bring me on here to actually be a coach. And so I jumped at the chance. It's, it's fantastic. So how long have you been there? I've been here for three years. Um, yeah. And it's great because I think what I can also bring to the coaching is that I really actually put our frameworks into action when I was working at companies within those departments. So I can kind of talk about how I know that these things actually work um, because I've, I've done them as a manager and as a team. So, yeah. So you are, you are employed by this, this company. Okay. Mm -hmm. As opposed to being an independent contractor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry, but my cat is having a fit. I thought that was a baby crying. That is my cat. (laughs) That is your baby. (laughs) Just deciding that she's going (laughs) to, well, hello. (laughs) <laughs> Does she want to be on camera? She might want to be. Did you want to come over here? <laughs> that is so cute. She's she's very talkative when she's hungry. Especially well, it sounds like she's starving. Five in the morning. I'm sure she's starving. Oh. Well, she looks like she's hungry. Uh, yeah, this is Princessa. Oh, hi Princess. She's one of my girls. Oh. I have a I have a dog girl too. And now I have a, a new fur coat, but <laughs> <laughs> right? The joys of working at home. Right, absolutely. I love it. I love it. So, um, so tell me more about you. 
What about me? What drives you? Uh, what drives me? Really, um, I think my empathy for people is, is what drives me and draws me to people. And my, um, my want to really help people kind of see that they can have they can have that great life that they want. Um, I just I love that, and sometimes I have to you know as people who are empathetic, which I'm assuming you're in this job because you are as well. Um, it, it can be hard sometimes to kind of not take all of that on. And actually, working here has been an additional help for me. Um, really thinking about okay, how can I work with all these people without taking all of this on? myself and being a sponge and so it's been great in fact one little trick one of the women Linda one of the owners here um, has helped me with she had taught this to her son I think when he was little um, was to pretend you have plexiglass in front of you so and there's holes in it so you really can still take in and you could talk with people but you're not taking on everything they have so my version of that because I love dressing up and Halloween and costumes as I envision I'm in my Glinda the good witch bubble <laughs> because I just think that's more fun I love it <laughs> so it can be really helpful you know um, when just being able to still take on and help people and talk with them and see them and touch them, um, but not just get overburdened with, um, with other people's lives. I think that's so important. I can remember back in my early, in my 20s, uh, when I had become a massage therapist. Yeah. And people yeah. tell you all kinds of stuff, I'm sure. Well, they tell you stuff, but I would start to feel things. Oh. Like, uh, clairsentient, I think is what people call it. When you feel things, you're touching and you feel it in your body, you feel their stuff. And it's like, whoa, you know, how do I stop that? Yeah. I don't want to take their stuff on. Yeah. I want to heal them. And that was the beginning of my, my healing journey. Yeah. Not only yeah. for myself, but how do I help to heal others? Uh -huh. uh, yeah. So that's really great. I love the, I love the plexiglass thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, and it, it's interesting, it can work. And also in situations, I tend to be a harmonizer also. So in situations where, you know, two people could be arguing and it may not even have anything to do with me. And typically I go, I just want everything to be okay. So I clean or I try to make jokes or whatever. And so putting the plexiglass on in that situation also can be quite helpful. Well, I love that word harmonizer. Yeah. So is that a a label from something that you use or do you just call yourself that uh it's actually from the strengths finder um it's called actually it's called strengths finder i believe it is um strengths finder yeah yeah and um it's kind of a personality test but it, it, it it's a an online test that really then um, brings up what your natural strengths are what do you gravitate toward what in any given situation, what's what are you leading? What are you leading with? What are those strengths and skills? And so harmony is one of my top five. Um, yeah, which can you know could be a double-edged sword sometimes. If I if I find it's like I just want everyone to be happy and get along. That's not a real-world scenario all the time. So, <laughs> and how not to project that? Yeah, I think that's one of the. One of the hardest things being a coach or a healer of sorts is to not say, I really want you to do this. It's like, yeah. what feels good to you? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. 
instead of projecting what you want someone to see or what you think they can see, you, it's like stepping back to truly listen. Right, yeah, because they're on their own journey, right? And I think what I think I, I, that I could see could be right for them, may, they may not be ready for. You know, right. and sometimes even just coming to coaching is a scary leap for people. Again, because you're asking for help, you're saying that I need some support with this thing super scary yeah yeah and and i mean not only scary in the the vulnerability uh but even the spending the the money yes and the time and the time yeah that's huge i've had so many clients to be who are just fearful of saying i can't afford that i can't spend that kind of money on myself yep. Yep. if you can't spend that on yourself who are you going to spend it on? You yeah. Know, what are you going to do? And it's like, don't you understand you are the most important thing? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We have, um, we have an online women's, um, forum membership site group. It's called overwhelmed to outstanding. We, we set it up last year because really we just felt, um, women were overwhelmed and just didn't even know where to turn and didn't have time. And so we thought, this is helpful for time and money. It's 24 seven. You come on and you get the best of us as well as the group setting. But one of the things we're really, um, we're really talking more about this year. That's our overarching kind of theme for this year for our business is, is helping women to remind themselves um, that they matter. So in the morning, when you wake up, tell yourself, I matter, I matter. And, I love myself. If you truly and deeply loved yourself, what would you do different today than you did yesterday? And so that's something that we're trying to do for ourselves here because we try to really practice what we preach right. and, and then really spread that out because I think, you know, in general, what we've found is across the religions, the one of the main things is really to love yourself and to love others. And so if we can get back to that simplicity of first, Remind yourself that you matter, love yourself, and then love other people. And how beautiful would that be <laughs> if we could do more of that? But I think really, again, for women is to take that pause and to really center yourself in the morning with, I'm important, I am important. And of course, it's not, I'm going to do only everything for myself, because I think that's not what typically women are about. They're typically putting themselves last in the equation. How can we, how can we try to get you as part of that equation? Right. And sometimes it's just a matter of mindset. It's yeah. Shifting how you view what you're actually doing. Yeah. Yeah. So Paulette, if you reminded yourself of that tomorrow morning, what would you do differently tomorrow? Well, that's a really good question. What would I, do? <laughs> I, really, I mean, I really think I have a great, a great daily self-care yeah. engagement. In fact, I was going to ask you the same thing. Um, what would I do differently uh, to make sure that I do do those things that I say? Right. I mean, I get up early and I love my mornings. I mean, my mornings, if I don't have a good morning, whoa, it's all over. <laughs> right? Right? Uh -huh. Set yourself yeah. daily. True, right. I have, you know, morning meditations and journaling. Uh, candle lighting. Sometimes it's pulling an oracle card. Um, I go out almost daily for a power walk and a run, which is very meditative and strengthening and empowering for me. 
Uh, and there's definitely days that I don't do that. And I can tell. Uh -huh. um, but well, and that's what she said. <laughs> Your cat agrees. My cat says, yes, mom, you have to do that. Okay. Um, and so I actually do feel really, really good about what I have, uh, but it is sticking to it. Yeah, it is. And it is maintaining the focus so that I can do uh, not only those things for myself, but that I can project that and carry that through with my business and with my clients and with my dancers and with my family. Uh, so maintaining focus, yeah. maintaining the habit or the discipline. Uh, and as a, as a creative, I do tend to go, ooh, Oh, shiny. Oh, <laughs> I call that the squirrel syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, squirrel. Squirrel. Yeah. yeah. Me, and, me and my dog both have that. <laughs> totally. Yep. Yep. And what about you? What do you do daily? Uh, daily. So I pause a lot. We're big on pausing here and really thinking about what's my goal for the day? What's my goal for this meeting? What's my goal for with this interaction? And um, for me, um, I think because I, I do like the harmony piece, Self-care for me sometimes is making sure that I find my voice and that I, I um, not necessarily stand up for myself because um, that seem, seems like a bigger situation, but really just that I'm allowing my voice to be heard um, and not just thinking, oh, it's different than theirs and I don't want any arguments to happen. Wow, yeah. Uh, yeah, and movement for me and really listening to my body when too much movement or this type of movement is good. I feel good with this or I feel bad with this. And so, you know, um, as I've gotten older, it's uh, instead of really trying to run a certain number of miles every single day, it's okay. Maybe I walk some and I run some and I do some yoga and some stretching and, you know, I'm not going to last forever. And so how can I be as good to my body as possible? And I love Epsom salt baths or my favorite and I blast the tunes in there and that's kind of a little sanctuary. Yeah, I love that. So who do you listen to? Um, I usually put on Pandora, and I am in love with Stevie Nicks, and of course Tom Petty, sad. Um, but I love that kind of um, music that can be, sometimes it's upbeat, and sometimes it's more somber, and some love songs, and so I like, I like a mixture kind of of those, and I really like the Black Crows in there. Um, I love that kind of Southern rock in their music yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, so that's kind of how I relax. And again, for me, it's really just listening to my body. And if I need to sleep in, I sleep in and trying not to over schedule myself. Um, that's that can be really exhausting. Yeah. And overextend myself. And, and I've, I've been much better about that um, in the past year. Of course, I slip up sometimes and I look at my week on a Sunday night and I think, okay, I better go to bed now. What have I done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know I have moments of those. So yeah, yeah, because it thinks, oh, that looks like a great idea. I'm going to sign up for that, and I'll sign up for that, and I'll sign up for that. And I think, why did I sign up for a 7 a.m. race in the winter? Like, That's ridiculous. So how much running do you do? Um, I don't do as much uh, practice running as I used to, uh, but I have a couple of friends, and we try to sign up for um, local races every couple of months if we can, um, just because they're so fun in the sense of community at the races and I always find that I'm so touched by every type of person, every age of person, every walk of life in Portland are at these races and no matter the age, people are out there and they're in costumes because most of the Portland races you can wear costumes. <laughs> and 
They're, yeah, and they're getting out and they're having fun and they're either walking or running or doing both and they're with friends or they're by themselves and they're 80 or they're two. And I just think it's, for me, I love that sense of um, community with, again, like-minded people. And then it's just, it's fun. I really love that part of it. Community is so important. And um, uh, several different kinds of community. I mean, mm -hmm. You've got your running community, you have your coaching community, you have your moxie women. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah. Um, so what's the furthest you run? I'm just really curious. The furthest, I've done a couple of half marathons. Um, and the first one I did, I loved. And then it was all downhill. <laughs> I really, once I did my first one, then I got really ambitious. And I had signed up for a few different crazy things all in a row. It was a half marathon. It was a Spartan race. And then it was a really huge hike. And um, it just kind of broke me down. I did, it was three weekends in a row. And so, um, so after that, I have done a couple of more half marathons, but they weren't as fun. And that's when I started to realize, who am I trying to impress? What am I proving here? Awesome. And really, I want to be around and I want to be active for a very long time. So I need to slow my roll. I need to find other ways of moving. And yeah, if I want to do the races, that's great. But maybe I'm not training in between for races. I'm doing races for fun. And so in between, I've switched it up more and done more yoga, stretching, and walking, and other types of movements. So, and I've got to join one of your classes that's on my oh, list. I wish you would. I wish yeah, they would. I, I want to go running with you. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm very, I mean, I just went three miles for the first time. And that's my typical would be a three mile. Yeah, yeah. three yeah. miles is a good thing. These are two miles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. And I always put, do you listen to music when you're? You know, I listen to more, um, I'm kind of addicted to Abraham. Mm -hmm. Abraham, the entity. Uh-huh. Uh, Law of Attraction. So I can yeah, yeah. podcast more or okay. books. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Jen Sincero is one of my heroes right now. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and I have a couple of friends who listen to podcasts. Um, for me, what I find with music is um, I have mixes that I specifically use for running because they're each songs that kind of give me that extra burst of adrenaline. Sure. Oh, exciting. Okay. And so then they, yeah, yeah. So I find that. Yeah, in fact, when I listen to audiobooks, I find myself having to stop and take notes because I'm really creative in the middle of my run. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to write that down. It's going to be a great poem right there. Or, you know. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I love that. Um, okay, so what about obstacles? What about hustles? Yeah. Um, I think for the business, uh, what we're finding where some of our obstacles are, it's really hard to fill groups. It's, and so it takes a lot more legwork than we had thought. And so we're just doing it. We're doing the legwork and we're, we're trying different things to see what, what resonates with people and, and where can we find them. And so, um, you know, first we start small with our hot leads and it's existing people who come to us for coaching and then we start to span out from there. And so, um, as I said before, we've done other groups. In fact, I lead a women's group and we meet once a month throughout the course of a year. Um, and it's fantastic. And it's just now that we're thinking about doing other groups, we were, okay, okay. So now we have to really start expanding more and expanding our reach. So I'd say for us, really, the, the hustle this year is um, trying to find the right place for the right people who would want to join our groups. Wow. Yeah. Join her groups, people. <laughs> join our groups. They're life-changing. 
I just I just launched my first online mastermind. Oh, great! Love it. Yeah, I do love um, groups, leading groups. Yeah, it's. I think that's. I love that the most. I would say. And I love falling more and more into leadership mm -hmm. mode. Yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of a big buzzword right now, and I really uh -huh. love that. Yeah, it is, and we actually um, we have uh, we've kind of come up with our own definition that actually we've started to hear more and more but I think we've had it here the women here have been around for 25 20 25 years they've had this business and um, our definition of leadership is it's the ability to influence people which most leaders know that but it's also the ability then to allow your world to influence you so it creates this infinity loop mm -hmm. and in addition to that it's it's regardless of role or title which sometimes makes the leaders that we meet with go, so what does that mean? And really, it's you can step in and be a leader in any area of your life. If you see something that needs to change or something needs improvement or someone needs help, you can step in. What do you have to offer? What kind of support can you lend? And you have a voice, and where can your voice be heard? And then it's also allowing yourself then to understand, okay, so what's happening with those people? And again, it just creates this great conversation when you can do that yeah beautiful that's so yeah. beautiful yeah ah such good work <laughs> it's, in the world i love it's a it. privilege really who who um who really inspires you inspires me wow that's a great question mm -hmm. today um, yeah, today really honestly and and i think this is going to sound a little hokey but the the women that i work for the two women who run this business are I learn from them every day. One of them has, is a psychologist by trade. And so really there's so much research that goes into everything that we teach here, which is fascinating to me. And they're really just the things that they know about the human heart and condition and our needs and wants is fascinating. And then the other owner um, has her master's in human behavior. And so, so really, I think for me, it's just this like, I'm a sponge here really just soaking up all this goodness of trying to understand people better that pairs well with my want to understand people better and my want to um, really help support people the best way that I can. Yeah. Awesome. Fantastic. <laughs> and that's not hokey at all. <laughs> I love I'm not it. saying it just because they saw my paychecks. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I think that's really beautiful and it's yeah. so great that you are, that you allow yourself to be open to receive that that you let let down any ego, any uh, open your vulnerability and open yourself up to, yes, I am coachable. I am here to learn. I want to receive, mm -hmm. you know, bring it on. Yeah. There's and they, so much to learn. And they show me the same too, which is great that they're also coachable. So again, it's that influence and being influenced by. And I think really in my wildest dreams, I never thought that I really could be in a situation where the stuff that I had been teaching for years really happens. We really do work on it and we really do communicate about tough topics or, or things we disagree on. And I think it really works. It really works. It's magic. It is magic. Yeah. It's beautiful. Every day, every day magic. That's my, that's my theory. I love it. Yeah. Movement, momentum, and magic. Right? <laughs> I was thinking that when you first talked at the beginning, I thought magic needs to be in there. Mm. Equals magic. It is incredible. Yeah. 
life is so incredible and it's just full of magic and magic is energy yeah absolutely magic is creating what you want mm -hmm. and creating beauty and creating you know love and surrounding yourself with that that's that's magic yeah raising raising energy and, and, and putting it out to the world um, sometimes people are afraid of that word and I think it's just so potent uh -huh. <laughs> Home. <laughs> it's <good for> <laughs> magic. <laughs> well, Heather, how much fun. This was great. So great to talk to you. Yeah. And I'm so I'm so pleased to be able to bring you to my people, to our people out there in the world, and um, the people who are curious and inquisitive and um, making change themselves. Yeah. And your one baby, I one love baby said at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And just to bring that connection, to bring that inspiration, uh -huh. to bring that encouragement uh, and to see what other people are doing, you know? Right. Yeah, I know. It's been great to get to know you better. Um, and yeah, I think it's so, it's so wonderful to see so many of us who want to help other people in different ways we go about it and how each of us kind of just has a different lens on how, how, how can we support people and, and how you support people? And to find that, you know, on so many levels. I mean, it can be, uh, I mean, every everyone has a purpose. You know, some are small, quote unquote, some are giant picture, you know, purposes, uh, artists and, and actresses and poets and creators and mothers and dancers and, and secretaries and accountants. I mean, everyone has a role and it's so good and it's all how you view it. It's all your mindset about yeah. what you can do and bring to the world. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, and that's Absolutely. so powerful. And magnetic can be magnetic. That's what be we want. magic. Yep. <laughs> Sweet. All right, so um, I wanna go running with you. Yes, yes. I yes, I do, definitely. And I will, I will bring all of Heather's um, information in the, in the post below so that you can also connect with her. And, and thank you so much for being here. And thank you for listening to my cat. Who's absolutely. Oh. Hopefully that cat gets fed in like the next. I know. Year. I'm sure she's starving. I probably haven't <laughs> fed her in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll listen to a little bit more of Bishop Grace. Yeah, definitely. Pretty, it's pretty sexy and powerful, this song. So, again, thank you for being here. I am Paulette Reese Denis, your tribal hostess, your movement motivator, your magic maker, heart and hustle, visionary healers, movers and shakers, and rock the world, right? All right, Heather, thank you, and we'll see you again next episode. Bye. Thanks.